Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. And tonight we're going to talk about Andrew Yang and UBI. We're going to start off by listening to the audio from a video earlier this month. And then we're going to interview somebody from the Yang gang, somebody who actually uh, is is part of this crowd. All right, so let's take a listen. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. My son's got a good teacher. They talk about a lot of things, prompt some interesting questions sometimes. Today, he looks at me and he's like, hey, what do you think of... Uh, Candidate Y's Proposal X. I give him a rundown on it. And, uh, <laughs> have you made a video about it? No, I, I haven't. Why? I have some ideological concerns with it. I'm, I think that we should be moving away from government dependence, not creating more government dependence. Government dependence. So you think it would work? I think it could work. So you're letting your own ideological biases interfere with you making videos about something that could work and change the world. Go to your room. No. Um, But tonight we're going to talk about UBI, Universal Basic Income. It is a central piece of Andrew Yang's campaign platform. He's marketing it as the Freedom Dividend. What is it? What is UBI? Exactly what it sounds like. Universal basic income. If you are a U.S. citizen and you are over the age of 18, you're getting a thousand bucks a month. Free and clear. All other social safety nets except for Social Security and I think disability are gone. But everybody is getting a thousand dollars a month. This is being heralded as something new and radical. It's not new, it's not radical. Um, The earliest I'm aware of something like this being proposed was the 1600s. Thomas Paine, who was kind of the spiritual and ideological father to the founding fathers, proposed something in the same thought. Um, Basically at the age of 21 you got some money and then at the age of 50. Um, so that, that's it in the broad strokes. It's universal welfare. Welfare for everybody. So now to the nitty gritty. Will it work? Most studies say yes. Most studies say yes. Some studies produce some negative results. However, keep in mind those results are being interpreted by the establishment. They're being interpreted by the moneyed classes. What is negative to them may not be negative to you. Let me give you some examples. Um, they will point to one study and say, look, people worked less hours. Hmm. When you look at the study, though, you find out that it was new moms who worked less hours. 
new mothers decided to stay home with their newborns. Oh, the horror. Most developed countries have maternity leave that is a whole lot longer than what is mandatory in the United States. I'm not sure that the average American would see that as a negative. Uh, another one that they will point to is that, well, see, when people lose their job, they stay out of work longer. They do, because they don't have to take a job they hate. The people who have us trained to say things like, I need the hours, they're not going to like this. And they're going to come out in droves to fight against it if Yang starts gaining in the polls. So when you hear criticisms of this, just remember that not all of them are ideological. You need to consider the source. A lot of the criticisms of this plan are from people who are looking out for their profit margins more than anything and want to keep those on the lower rungs of the socioeconomic ladder on the lower rungs. So why does Andrew Yang care? Because he's a tech bro. That's what it boils down to. He's a tech bro and robots are going to get us. And by robots, I mean automation. And by going to get us, I mean eliminate our jobs. The idea of unemployment rising because of automation, eliminating jobs, is not crazy. It's pretty much a certainty. It is going to happen. Um, some jobs will be created by automation, but not as many as are lost. Okay, it's the U.S., so we have to ask, how is this going to be paid for? by getting rid of the other social safety nets and through a VAT, which is a value-added tax. That's a sales tax on certain goods that gets broken up along the supply chain. So every phase of production where value gets added, there's a little bit of a tax. So from raw materials to manufacturing to eventually on the store shelf. Now at the end of the day, the consumer is going to eat a lot of that cost. They're going to end up paying that tax because it's going to get rolled into the price for the most part. But it's only on select items. Um, another question that pops up a lot is, well, aren't prices just going to go up because now there's more money and the market can bear more? Mm, probably not. Probably not because everybody gets it. Everybody at every level of the socioeconomic ladder gets it. People at different levels spend their money differently. So it's not all going to go hit one sector and drive up demand. What you do with your money is going to be very different than what Bill Gates does with his. And he's going to get the thousand bucks a month too. He's going to take his and throw it into his Scrooge McDuckian vault with the rest of his money. You're probably going to spend yours you are probably going to spend yours. Um, you may use it to pursue a dream. You may use it to just pay your bills. Um, you use it to take some time off and innovate. There, there's a whole lot that could be done. $12,000 a year, that's a pretty big cushion. At the lower rungs, that's life-changing. That is life-changing. It's enough to... Uh, have a cushion to bootstrap a business. It is life-changing. Um, so the egalitarian in me loves this 
because anytime you can help boost that that class of people, it's a good thing overall for everybody. Um, at the same time, I remember somebody saying something about what happens once politicians figure out that they can bribe you with your own money. So I do have some severe reservations. The only sector that I can see getting hit hard and seeing a big shift is housing. I can see that happening because there's a whole lot of people right now that are on that line. They can't really afford it by the bank standards. They can't get that loan. However, banks love guaranteed income. If you're getting a thousand bucks a month, they probably approve you for the loan. So I can see a whole bunch of new homeowners which would drive up property values initially and then the construction workers come out go to work they build new houses hopefully affordable housing and the prices come back down that's really the only sector that I can see getting hit and I don't see that as a negative really um, I'm certain somebody out there is already typing the word socialism into a comment section this isn't socialism this is firmly rooted in capitalism. In fact, it requires capitalism to happen. If this is going to work, capitalism has to occur. Um, but that is definitely going to be a talking point of people who are going to try to criticize this. And are there bugs? Certainly. There are going to be things that arise. There's going to be a lot of unintended consequences, like what's going to happen to child support? It's all going to have to be adjusted. There's, there's a lot of things that are going to come up because of this. But is it a workable plan? Yes. And this is coming from somebody who doesn't really support it from an ideological standpoint. Now, the other reason I decided to make this video, aside from my son shaming me, is that uh, Andrew Yang is getting treated a lot like a lot of the other candidates by the DNC. They've already decided who they want to run. They've already made that decision without any input from the people. And their allies in the media are trying to make that decision happen. So there are a lot of candidates that are having a hard time getting their message out. And even though I don't really agree with this plan, it is just a plan. It's just an idea. It's, it's just a thought. It's worth talking about. Anyway, y'all have a good night. And we're back. So now we're going to uh, take a quick break, run an ad, and then we're going to come back with the interview and just jump right in. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, howdy there, everybody. It's Bo, and we're back. 
and we have Ava, who is actually part of the Yang Gang, and she is going to answer some questions about UBI and try to uh, change my opinion on it. So, Ava, <laughs> why do we need this magical UBI? Why are we giving everybody a thousand bucks a month? The simple answer is to meet basic human needs. That's that's key takeaway because automation is taking over the world. People are losing jobs, unemployment, security. Um, it, it's going to have many more benefits than that, but that's the basic human needs. Okay, this this sounds mighty socialist to me. How is this not socialism? It's not socialism, Bo. It's more capitalism, except everybody doesn't start at zero. That's all you got for me. Stock answer a slogan that I can get off a website. Wow. That's a little <laughs> harsh, but you know what? Let's go with that. Everybody complains all day, every day about, oh, immigrants are going to come in and take our gerbs and, and they're going <laughs> to suck our economy dry. And, you know, we need to take care of our problems here and our people here and our homeless vets and, and our homeless population and, and we need to help people. Though we really don't do that. We have lots of programs where we give very little money away in all the wrong places. But here's somebody that's offered a solution. And like you, you just want to poo-poo it right away and not even give it a chance. Not did even you just look say at, poo-poo? I did say poo-poo. I don't think we can say poo-poo on the We air. can say poo-poo. Okay. We can't say the other word. <laughs> but you, you want to poo-poo this idea without even looking at the blueprints of it, without even considering the possibilities and the greatness. Not all plans are perfect, but at least it's something to try. Okay. So why can't I just stay home, be a bum, grab my bag with a thousand bucks in it and hang out and watch TV all day? Because the human mind doesn't do that. You don't sit idle all day and it's not enough money to take care of everything. It's a hand up. It's, it's not going to provide all. So people will still work and people are going to work. It's just going to give them a cushion to decrease some of the stress and help people become more innovative. Just if you won a million dollars in the lottery, would you sit around and do nothing? Me? A million dollars? I don't know, probably not. Well, people say that. Or imagine if you were on a desert island. You don't literally sit around in the sun, do nothing. You, you have to get food. You have to build shelter. You, you have to have these things. A thousand dollars is not gonna put food and a roof over your head all the time. That's, it's not enough to stretch it in today's world. So you're still going to do things. However, if you had a little cushion, maybe you could come home and get off that conveyor belt that we're on where it's get up, go to work, make your money, pay your bills. Get up, go to work, make your money, pay your bills. You start considering if you don't have that stressor of thinking, how am I going to make this bill or how am I going to make this end meet? You decrease all kind of stress where you could spend more time with your family, more time focused on your children actual interactive time with your children where you're not distracted with something else. You can think about other things, what you need, how you want to build something, how you're going to plant a new garden. You're not so tied up with, I've got to make 60 hours this week or I'm not going to make all my bills. All right, fair enough. But this doesn't even cover the cost of health care. Shouldn't it be more? Health care is... is a piece of the puzzle. It's It's got other reforms that need to happen to it. However, let's talk about mental health. That's one of our huge problems. We don't have enough providers. We don't have 
I'm not even going to go into all that. Decreasing stress, helping this situation. Money's kind of the root of all evil, in my opinion. It, it makes the world go round. But if you're not so caught up in money and you decrease that stress, you decrease people wanting to do drugs to escape the depression, anxiety, not fitting into social norms, um, not being able to do the things they want to do and finding an escape. So you may decrease drug abuse. You will decrease depression. Um, all of these things we hand out pills for every single day in healthcare. That's big pharma makes money off of all of that. If we start to decrease those things, that could also help in healthcare. And it's just the idea of having that extra thousand dollars a month could change a lot of that. Now, there's much more to healthcare that'll have to be addressed. But again, don't poo-poo the idea before you've even given it a fair shake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, you, you, you touched on something. Money is the root of all evil. There are evil people in the world. Um, why won't landlords just raise the rent a thousand bucks? Let them. They'll raise themselves right, right out of the market because people won't have to do that anymore. They won't have to depend on a landlord. If they had money and they had a guaranteed set, they could buy homes, make an investment, have that security, and not have to rely on a landlord. Okay. They'll well, price themselves out. If that's the case, shouldn't this be adjusted for cost of living? I mean, it's a whole lot more expensive to live in L.A. than it is here. Okay, having this money could give people other opportunities. People move to these major populated areas at one point for manufacturing jobs and things like that that don't exist anymore. So they could, essentially they could move, but you could start doing these jobs from anywhere. Teleconferencing. Yeah. Got it. When okay. was the last time you stepped in an office, Bo? Six years ago. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so... Uh, what are the benefits you think exist with UBI that aren't readily apparent to everybody else? Well, I did talk about stress and mental health issues. Um, let's talk about uh, workplace violence. You could decrease workplace violence. People, again, are stressed about money. If they're fired, they tend to come in, shoot up the place. You could decrease incidents like that because they have that cushion to fall back on. Um, <laughs> Domestic violence. Look at domestic violence at home. A lot of that is caused by external stressors and they take it out on the family. Um, having people a little more on equal uh, footing there. If they're doing $1,000 per family member, you know, understand if you're beating your wife and your children and they leave, you're losing that money too. So maybe, again, root of all evil, that should, it they could help enforce a little bit of, That's a good of point. respect there. Plus, it's more money, less stress not so aggravated and and not that i'm excusing abuse in any way it, it's without those external forces on them people tend to be better people yeah and if if it does happen the money goes with her which makes it easier to get away exactly all right i can see that i can see that okay so what's the end game here What's, what's the end game? We start, the government starts handing out money. When does this stop? What happens? Where does it go from here? In a post-scarcity world, the, the possibilities are endless. I mean, it, it's Star Trek, the next, next generation. I'm not a huge Star Trek fan. I don't know. But the possibilities are endless. Do I get to wear one of those jumpsuits? 
if you want to buy one or invent one, you surely can. And somebody may. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Okay. All right. So those are the questions we had. Um, if you have any more questions about UBI or anything in general, use the little button to send me a voicemail. If you've already sent one in, understand we're saving a whole bunch of them to do one episode that's going to have uh, basically me just answering all those questions. Um, and I guess that's it. So it's just a thought. Everybody have a good night.